Hi everyone, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls from Terra Running Company in Cleveland, Tennessee. Each week we interview a different runner from our community, aiming to inspire listeners through our guests' stories and experiences. Today we interview Haley Johnston. Haley is not only a runner, but the founder and CEO of Project Free to Fly, a nonprofit that supports, nurtures, and empowers women on their journey towards building a better future. Listen in to hear how Haley balances wellness with family life and full schedule, all on this week's episode of the Terra Girls podcast. The Terra Girls podcast is supported by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrorunning.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. Welcome to episode... Who knows? Six? Some, somewhere in the middle of Some, season two. Maybe maybe seven. I don't know. If you're listening, thank you for listening this far into the season. Um, if you just popped on because you're a big Haley fan, yeah. go back and listen to everyone else, too. But we have a celebrity, a local celebrity here on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we are joined by Haley Johnston. She is the founder of Free to Fly, um, which is a great nonprofit here in Cleveland. Um, and we're going to hear lots more about her her running journey and her nonprofit and all of her experience. So thank you for being here, Haley. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, on the Terror Girls podcast, we start with our warm-up questions. Okay. So they are fun, silly, more food-related questions <laughs> than they should be <laughs> because we were hungry when we wrote the questions. Okay. So that's okay. where we're going to start. We're going to start with our warm-up questions. So first question for you. What is your favorite thing to eat before, during, or after a run? Probably a banana. Mm, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Or, or, or a hard-boiled egg. So, oh, yeah. That's yeah, great. Either or. So. Yeah. Is that uh, before? Yes. Okay. Definitely before. Yeah. yeah. What do you like to eat after when you're done running? What's your go-to? Uh, um, a big fat Coke. Yes. What a Me great Yes. Too. So I love a Coke after a long run. Me so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I have pretty much cut it out other than after a hard workout, I crave the sugar and the carbonation. Oh, I'm so glad you said yes. that because I crave Coke. That's not great running nutrition advice. Well, but it's from mm. the gas station, too. Yeah. Like oh. fountain. <laughs> like you got to go get the fountain one uh-huh. from the gas station. Yep. Yep. It's yep. the best. When I ran my last marathon, I didn't know. It was a relatively small race. I didn't know if there was going to be pop thereafter, soda, whatever you call it. We'll get to that. Uh-huh. Um, I made my parents bring a Coke. Yep. <laughs> so I would have it at the finish line for sure. Yeah. All right, next warm-up question. What is your favorite season and why? Definitely spring. Why? Oh, I just love the, um, gosh, everything blooming. So kind of after winter, it's like I saw this quote a long time ago that said, winter doesn't last forever. Spring always gets its turn. And so Mm -hmm. I love just that kind of symbolism, not just for seasons, you know, seasons in nature, but just our lives too. Um, And so when spring is here, it just reminds me of new and new creation. And and so I just, and I love to be outside. So spring, just being outside any, at all times is just my favorite. Awesome. Yeah. my guess is you don't have allergies. I do not. My family yeah. does. Yeah, um, most in my family do. Uh-huh. So we have a you know small window that we can literally open the windows um, mm-hmm. in the house, and then it's like when the pollen starts, then yeah we they yeah. so but but yeah. I I do not fortunately yeah so thank goodness yes. and as we're recording this it's almost it feels like spring it's one of the first warm yeah. days in March so 
Spring's coming. Absolutely. It is. I mean, the leaves are coming in on the trees. Mm -hmm. I always, living here in uh, southeastern Tennessee, I'm always a little disappointed by our falls. Like, they're Mm. never quite as cold as I want them to be. Mm -hmm. But our springs are incredible. Yes. Yes. I, like, have this realization every time it becomes spring here. Like, is spring my favorite season? It yeah. might be. Yeah. It's I think so I do beautiful. Love the yeah, it yeah. is. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, you're right. Fall is like, I think just knowing that fall is, I, I do love fall, but it's, then it's like going into winter. So right. you're like, oh, okay, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. too short. And mm-hmm. then spring, you still have summer and fall. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Exactly. Sunshine just, just boosts my mood. It yep. does, for sure. Okay, another food question, because okay. of course, salty, sweet, or spicy? Ooh, Definitely salty. Okay. But sometimes I do like to have a little salty and sweet. Ooh. So like chips and a brownie. Okay. Yeah. A good combination. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not a huge sweet. I don't eat a lot of sweets, but um, every now and then, and I do like to mix the two. Yes. But definitely salty. Mm. I highly recommend this um, trail mix that Tiff got me hooked on from Aldi. I just okay. went and bought four different kinds. Did you? Yes. Okay. Uh, the one with the dark chocolate. Yes. Almonds, uh, walnuts, and cranberries in it is mm. the best. Yeah. Okay, really I'll to look for it. Yep. It yeah. also tastes really good if you like have yogurt. I like getting like Greek yogurt, mm-hmm. even just the plain kind, and just putting that on top. Ooh, mm. it's yeah. a great stuff to try. Awesome. Sure. All right, you get to invent a holiday that everyone has to celebrate. <laughs> what is it, and when is it? Oh man, that's a hard question. A holiday. Um. Gosh. <laughs> I think, okay, I am also, I have a background in dance, mm-hmm. so I would do a national, like, dancing day. Okay. Ooh, I Where like just, like, it. a big dance party. Yeah. So that everyone, you know, inside, outside, wherever, uh-huh. just have to dance and have fun. I think because... Yep. The older we get, I think people get more reserved Mm -hmm. and, you know, don't have as much fun as we used to when we were younger. And Mm -hmm. so um, I love dancing and dance parties and you just don't have those as much as an adult. Yeah. So a National Dance Day. Awesome. When would it be? Let's see. What would be a good time? Mm, Let's do winter because we need, you know, kind of like... Need some something to lift our spirits after the holidays when we're just waiting for spring. Right, we'll have a dance party. I love it. So yeah. so good. I feel like most of our guests so far have just been like in their favorite season. They put their holiday in their favorite season. So I love that you were strategic about it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Good we all need a little pick me up in in winter. That's right. Okay, so this is the controversial question out of the warm up questions. <laughs> okay. um, Brittany already alluded to it. Um, the real question is really between coffee, tea, or soda. But we make it controversial because Brittany calls it pop. Mm-hmm. I call it soda, which is the correct So really we want to know what you call it and then coffee, tea, or that thing. Yeah. So Coke. I mean, everything's a Coke. Right? I'm a true Coke southerner. like a true yeah, southerner. Yeah, I'm a true southerner. Everything so is a Coke. previously when you said you liked Coke after a run, did you mean Coke? Yes, I did mean okay. actual Coke. <laughs> See, like, yeah. with you people, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know? I did, I did mean Coke. Yeah, Coke. If I'm going to drink... A Coke product. So a Coke product, <laughs> it is going to be a Coca-Cola. Yep. So, yep. yes. Yep. Um, but I prefer coffee. I could not live. If I had to choose between the three, coffee is, I can go, uh, you know, for however long without a Coke. Coffee, that's yep. absolutely not, cannot, I cannot mm-hmm. go a day. Yep. So Love Excellent it. Excellent answer. Yeah. 
Love it. Well, thank you for indulging <laughs> us in the warm-up questions. We wanted to get to know you better. Also, know all about your food habits. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> love it. One of our guests previously on this season said, isn't this a running podcast? <laughs> yeah, but we also like to snack. So. Yeah, absolutely. The Terry Girls podcast is sponsored by the Summer Sizzler Race Series, a 5K race series celebrating summer. Learn more and register at terrorrunning.com. So, Haley, we have you on here not only because you're a great runner, but because you are a fellow downtown Cleveland business owner and you run an awesome nonprofit. And I, my sister and I have keychains and purses and school bags from Free to Fly. So, um, yeah, we're just really big fans. Yeah. Love Free to Fly and love having you downtown as a neighbor. Um, so tell us, have you always lived in Cleveland and... How did you get here, if you haven't? Yeah, so I've been in Cleveland about 17 years, mm-hmm. so I came to Lee, um, and I mean, just I'm just outside Cleveland in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. so not far down yeah. the road, um, and so I came to Lee, and then uh, my husband has been in Cleveland for more than half of his life, so he considers Cleveland home, and we got married and settled down, bought our first house here, so about 17 years that I've called Cleveland home, and having I have two girls now, and so raising them, uh, Cleveland's definitely become home mm-hmm. for me and my family now. Awesome. Love to see another Lee alum. I feel like again, as a Lee alum, always excited that half, <laughs> 90% of Cleveland, more than oh, half yeah. of, of us yeah. got here through Lee. Yes. Um, but can you talk to us about your running journey? Because this is a running podcast, not just a food podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. How much do you run? When did you get started running? Just tell us a little bit about that. So I have always love to exercise since I was a little girl. Um, I did gymnastics. I played sports. I ran cross country in elementary school. Um, My middle school and high school at the time did not have Across country or track, yeah. Um, now they ha- they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a, at the time it was a smaller um, private Christian school, and so it's evolved a lot since I was there. But that was kind of a bummer because I I would have probably would have run through middle school and high school, but um, still played sports, was still active, and um, probably about college um, is when I started running more just you know for for fun and enjoy it and you know as really realizing how much it helped me with stress and just kind of channeling you know things that um just a different form of exercise that I really began to enjoy so I would probably say college um was when I started running you know regularly Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah so and have done it my husband and I um do it together probably for the past 10 years um just with children I had a couple kids in between you know college Mm -hmm. and now and so when they were old enough to put them in a stroller and Mm -hmm. and get out and and do that had a jogging stroller and all that and so um my husband and I for about 10 years now though have 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 been running like regularly Mm -hmm. and our kids have kind of come into that um we we go to Hilton Head on vacation and our girls would ride their bikes and Stephen and I would run behind my husband Stephen and I would run um you know why they would ride their bikes in front of us and now it's evolved to where they're starting to run uh with us and so um, we've always just kind of made it a part of our family um and so yeah we've enjoyed it for quite a while now Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so do you guys do races? Do you just train as a lifestyle? We do, yes, both. So we do as much as many local as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so my daughter Kate um, is looking. She's one thing that she's voiced is 
training for a half marathon. So I thought that would be neat for us to do, which my husband is so funny because he's like, let's just train and go out and like run it on the greenway, like Mm -hmm. and say we've done it. Yeah. And like, I'm like, no, I want the medal. Like we're so opposite in that. Like we were training for a half. It's been for my 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, let's just, we run it. Like we said, we, you know, we've been training and we've done it. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I want the medal. I want the the, t-shirt. I want everything. Yeah, Uh yeah. So that's where we're real. So I'm like, fine, I'll train with Kate. We'll run. You know, Kate and I will do the half. And so, um, so yeah, so that's been something that we, you know, time and life allow us to Mm -hmm. do it. I do like to do a race and be involved in that just atmosphere and yeah um community mm-hmm. yeah there's something super special about the race atmosphere i don't know what your husband's talking I, about i know, I know. he's he's <laughs> he's, he's very self-motivated he, That's he is, he, is. Yeah. he is but he doesn't need the you know yeah the, uh, the awards and the you know the, the rest yeah. of us are like i need I, people on the sidelines i know too. right i need yes. someone giving me water i yeah. need a post on facebook yeah, yeah i need my coke afterwards <laughs> like all the things and you guys are often at do you always do the thanksgiving day 5k we do yes awesome. so this will be we've done it the past three years oh great so, what a good um, tradition yeah so my we started it Kate and I did it the very first year and it's funny because she was really just starting to train and mm-hmm. so literally I was like having to encourage her like stop and start and this year three years later I was having to keep up with her That's and cool. so wow. it's been really neat and then my youngest Ellie um she last year she ran it for the first time or year before last and I could not keep up with her either at the time and so she my brother was in town uh-huh. and he just he kept up with her but I was so they they definitely keep me uh uh-huh. in check yeah and, and so yeah they're fun we we love but it is our Thanksgiving tradition to That's do great. the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. yeah okay so you aren't just a runner and a dancer. Um, you have a full-time job. You run Free to Fly, yes. um, which is a nonprofit here in Cleveland. So can you tell us a little bit about the program? Yeah, so we're considered, best way to describe us is as a creative nonprofit. So we use sewing. Um, we're a work program. So we're able to teach women in our community the skill of sewing and how to, um, through that skill, have an income for their families to have work. But in addition to that, um, the whole program side, so women that are coming from different um, circumstances and backgrounds that they have overcome or are overcoming, um, and they want to create a better, different future for themselves. And so we say we're the bridge between their past and then a successful and sustainable future in our community. And so um, being able to give them a job, but then also pairing that with uh, enrichment classes every week, mentorship, we pay for third-party counseling, um, they have weekly check-ins with our program director and so it is there it's not just a job they're having to commit to um the whole goal setting and the and betterment and and all that comes along with working at free to fly and um you know when women leave our program they're going into the workforce and able to have you know have a healthy foundation um for success and and a wide range of, you know, goals. Women are working to get custody of children back. They're working to get their driver's license, um, you know, getting checking account. I mean, just a wide, very foundational things, but all things that um, just kind of, you know, putting their life back together. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, in addition to that, you sell the stuff that the women make, right? Yes. The jewelry, the bags. Yeah. So, um our, in our storefront, it's really neat because you can walk in and see the products being made. So 
I mean, the products have an incredible story of just what these lives that these women are building for themselves. But it's just great craftsmanship and the quality. Joanna, um, our creative director at Frida Fly, she is our designer and um, she's been with me for we've been together almost eight years. So we've been working together a long time. And uh, just the, I mean, just the quality of these products mm-hmm. is just, you, I mean, handmade is just leather goods. It's just gorgeous products. And so, um, yeah, I'm, we're really proud of the products and the women. And it's just, um, it's just a really neat thing. And for people locally that come in and shop, but we also ship all over the U.S., which is a really, really neat thing that people from all mm-hmm. over support women right here in Cleveland. That's and awesome. so, yeah, we have a lot of. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. That's amazing. One of the us. one of the things I love about Free to Fly is how holistic your program mm-hmm. is, but also what a creative solution to so like to helping people um, mm-hmm. get back on their feet. Can you tell us how did that start? No, I've always um, been a creative. I've loved to sew um, for a long time, and I had a small handmade uh, business when my girls were little. I made children's clothing, a way for me to dress them, but then also make a little money um, on the side being at home with them, and after my second daughter was born, though, it kind of it was a lot to do from home. And so, but at the time, um, before I stopped sewing, I kind of had the idea, wouldn't that be neat to be able to have other women in our community that I could teach and, you know, give them work and give them a job. And so I had that thought then and then just kind of put it in the back of my mind, taking care of my, you know, young daughters, raising them. And then it was really only a year or two later after that, that I was in a Bible study um, with some local women and the Lord just kind of brought the idea back to my heart and mind of how to be a creative, how to use just unique um, things, skills and talents to be able to serve in your community. And so I had boxes of fabric and, you know, thread and ribbons in my garage, you know, boxed up and my sewing machine. And, and so, um, my husband at the time, um, was working here in Cleveland and just the organization that he was working with, they worked very closely with family promise. Mm -hmm. And, um, that week, uh, they had been hosting them at the facility he worked at, families, how they host. And so I took the girls there one night to help cook these families dinner and uh, met this young family that a mom and her husband that had two young children. And that was really the first time the Lord just kind of put a person to the idea. I'd really been kind of stirring with the Mm -hmm. idea and thought. And then I met this woman and and they were working hard to transition out of homelessness. They had just found themselves. And so it really became a desire to be a support system for women in our community. And, you know, I thought at the time, okay, well, I'll wait until my girls are, you know, a little bit older um, until I have the time. And the Lord was very clearly like, no, why would you wait when these are things that you want to teach them? I mean, you're showing them needs in our community. You're showing them how to help and serve others. And so started that uh, from the ground up with other women. Um, I look back and my girls were small and I'm like, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And a lot of people uh, came around the idea and we've made it a huge reality so that's amazing yeah what an awesome story that's great and you have a building on the same street as Terry running company now so you moved into a building I think probably a few years 
Soon after we right. got our building downtown, right? Yeah, we bought the building in 2018 okay. um, and then moved in the beginning of 2020. So wow. we renovated it for, it was a year and three months mm-hmm. to the T. I know exactly how long it was because <laughs> I was oversee. never thought I would oversee major building renovations yeah. either doing uh-huh. this. I'm like, this is never boring. Um, yeah. So yeah, we that opportunity was incredible. We just kept growing and growing and growing out of our space. And so that was just another really neat mm-hmm. piece of our free-to-fly puzzle. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's a beautiful space. You guys mm-hmm. did such Thank an incredible you. job. You did. Thank yeah, you. so if you're in Cleveland, make sure you stop by and visit their storefront on Coe Street. And if you're not in Cleveland, visit their website. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Paragirls is brought to you by the Cleveland Half Marathon and 5K, October 21st, 2023 in downtown Cleveland. Run our town with us for the sixth year for 13.1 or 3.1 all around town. All finishers earn a huge commemorative finishers medal honoring a downtown Cleveland building. The course runs through beautiful Lee University, the historic district, the fast and flat Cleveland Greenway, and downtown Cleveland. Learn more and register at clevelandhalf.com. Some of the women in your program have set improving fitness as one of their goals. Yes. Um, so how did you kind of come alongside them and help them move toward a more active lifestyle. Yeah, so that's, I mean, the women are setting all kinds of goals. Mm-hmm. And, and wellness um, and health and just food, I mean, those are part of our enrichment classes. Mm-hmm. So we do have people come in that are teaching and helping these women think about um, just health and, you know, their bodies and if they're exercising and they're eating right. And so um, we've had, we had one, a really neat story. Um, last year, she voiced that she wanted to run a 5K and her, the um, recovery group that she uh, was a part of, they um, do as a fundraiser. And so um, she voiced that. And so she started training her mentor, who just happened to also be a runner, um, kind of came along her. She actually came to Tara Running and bought her shoes. Awesome. So, Awesome. <laughs> yeah, this has been a little less than a year ago. Uh-huh. So um, got her shoes, got her running shoes, and um, I ended up running the 5K with them. And so that was just a really neat experience for me mm-hmm. um, as a runner to have, you know, someone um, voice that and to be able to encourage. It was the first, she, I mean, barely, probably hardly had even exercised yeah. in her life. Uh-huh. Um, and so she she's act- since graduated our program. And the neat thing is, is that, on um she's going to come back and and she has a full-time job and then she has a day during the week that she actually wants to come back and volunteer with our organization which is a cool thing but one tuesday morning i was coming in and i thought i I pull in and i see her car and i was like oh she already i was like she she just graduated like girlfriend have a day or two to your (laughs) set like take some time off i thought she was coming back well what was happening actually was that she had she was meeting her mentor to walk downtown and so she was coming to to meet her mentor and they were walking around downtown and then she Uh popped in to say hey guys yeah and and even the neat thing was the next week her mentor is actually out of town but she still came and walked by herself Mm -hmm. and so those patterns of just seeing her um, make exercise a priority and and she's already for this year she's like okay I'm gonna do better this year training for this 5k I'm gonna run it again and I'm gonna be in much better shape and so that's just a little you know, one story of, um, you know, when, when women are, are changing kind of their lifestyle, it's in all areas and mm-hmm. definitely fitness and wellness and health is a big part too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We have seen just through the store, we have seen fitness change so many mm-hmm. lives. So it's wonderful to see that in your program too, 
you know, you're dealing with something completely different. They're learning to sew. Um, but that fitness can also be part yeah. of that kind of life-changing evolution. So yeah. that's wonderful. And yeah. I love how running and races in particularly can be such like a, an external way to see your goals realized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's this thing that you can... I don't know, put in effort and, and see that goal realized in a timeline as well. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Well, you're clearly a very busy person. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you how you are able to balance being active um, with family life, with your business? Like, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, so we, any, it has to just vary, <laughs> whatever I can fit in. Um, so a lot of times if my girls have, evening activities I'll try to if I have like an hour or even I've even learned this has been something I've been working on this year is even if it's like less than what I want to do like if I can't run for as long as I want or if I I I love I've been a lifelong YMCA girl I love Mm -hmm. the Y um and it's like if I can only go for 20 to 30 minutes, I still have been pushing myself to go and get something in. And so having that margin, if my girls are at an activity or trying not to be so, I mean, there's classes I love at the Y, but in the season, I can't, I can't get there. And so I'm like, okay, what else can I do? I can run downtown while my daughter's, you know, at dance or my other daughter at softball, which is nice because it is near the Y. So trying to like fit in, um, you know, different different ways and then of course the weekends especially with the weather um and incorporate and and both my daughters are old enough now which is really cool that they can actually go in the weight room with me at the y and so that was over christmas that was uh they started going with me Uh and so that was super fun because it's like i'm not having to leave them or put them in child care it's like we're doing it as a family and so it's not i'm not having to like sacrifice family time Mm -hmm. you know to exercise it's like we can incorporate the two and so that's been a really neat season um, for my girls to be able to, you know, exercise with me whenever mm-hmm. we can. So yeah. we, we do just kind of try to squeeze it in. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's great advice because I know um, I am not nearly half as busy, but it's so easy to just feel like, well, it's only 15 minutes. It's mm-hmm. only 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Like it's not worth it, but it is worth it. Absolutely. And it, and it builds up over time. And yeah. 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 I, yeah I, I recently had this revelation. I kept telling myself, I can't make it to this why weight training class Mm -hmm. so I'm just not going to do any weight training and so then I went months without doing any weight training because I couldn't make it to this class that I liked and I and I saw someone say like reading one page is better than reading none Mm -hmm. and lifting weights for five minutes is exponentially better than do it not doing it at all and so I've been trying to do like literally five minutes a day of Mm -hmm. just body weight you know and it's been a really good lesson but I do think we think either I'm gonna go do it big or like I won't do it at all but there's definitely an in-between oh yeah yeah absolutely and even and and even to like right now on with the access that we have to stuff even just like a five minute like arm like videos Mm -hmm. on you know if you need guidance or need you know want to do something quick it's like and you want to have someone you know coach you along or do something specific you can youtube that's what my um one of my daughters she she hops on and she's found this really great some youtube videos and i'm Mm -hmm. like okay so we can you know do those late at night if if that's all we have to do absolutely so yeah you have to be creative for Mm -hmm. sure yeah Yeah. have a dance party that's right (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) listen i will tell you what so 
Just Dance during COVID, <laughs> that kept us like sane in our house. We put on it. Just Dance and we did, we had dance parties and that really helped me stay active. I mean, obviously being able to go outside and run, but mm-hmm. like the Just Dance parties, yeah, I'm all about those. My That's girls, awesome. they, they don't love them as much as they used to but every now and then i can i can talk them into yeah. the just dance uh parties so. have you done um dance dance revolution with the, the feet thing? yeah no i have i've mm-hmm. never done that one i so. me and my sister went through a phase where we loved, loved ddr yep, yeah yep. i feel yeah. like that's like a I mean, 2000s thing no you get like i mean i would turn my watch on and like yes. you get a workout i'd be like sore the next day i'd be like okay <laughs> like i'm real out of shape so. <laughs> So it is. No, but any kind of activity, I think, is if it gets your heart pumping, you always, I mean, science, I don't know, look it up. You <laughs> always feel better after. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. You'll never regret being active. Nope. All right. So we are going to start to wrap it up here. We always end our Terror Girls podcast um, with asking our guests advice for a beginner runner and advice for a seasoned runner. So if if you were asked to give advice to someone that's new, what would you tell them? And then someone that's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So new, I remember um, kind of a season I hadn't been as active and just starting back, you know, even just like getting through a mile, it's like, or even half a mile, I don't know, yeah. whatever you're starting with. And you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Like, it, and a lot of people think that they're like, it's so hard. Like I can't do it. But it's like, you just, I, I'm all about the mental part of exercise mm-hmm. or anything that you're doing really. Mm-hmm. And it's like setting your goals and telling yourself like, I can do this. And so I think Getting through that first mile, half mile, just starting small, even a quarter of a mile, like whatever that is, and just getting out there and then figuring out like, okay, because I think you get to a point when you stick with it that you realize like, okay, this is, I really enjoy this and I can see the effects. It's not so much, I mean, yes, people, I think naturally they're love running or not, but I think when you experience the things that come with running when it comes to just like mentally and emotionally and physically how you feel different then I think you're like okay you realize why you love it even more Mm -hmm. than just the exercise component Mm -hmm. um and so I think just starting out small and um and even too like finding someone I'm kind of a loner when it comes to running but if you need a partner (laughs) I'm like I just go run by myself I don't really need a partner don't ask me don't ask me don't ask me and I'm not an encourager I'm like just do it I'm like I'm not I don't teach in that regard I'm not a good teacher just do it I'm like just do it and so um but I think I think I remember you know thinking back like oh my gosh if I could just get and it's just the progress when you see yourself making progress it's like oh man I can Mm -hmm. I'm doing this I'm doing well at this yeah. so I want to continue mm-hmm. um so then gosh I guess for a, a season runner I think for me is or for someone that's been doing it a long time um probably just making sure that you're taking care of yourself I guess physically and not doing too much for me I've I've definitely pushed myself too much before and have injured myself and so I think like giving your body reminding that it's okay to rest and heal and so I think opposite backing down a little bit if you need to and so um not pushing yourself so much because I'm definitely like I don't there, there have been times that um I've not listened to my body and regretted it and so 
I think like it's okay to rest. Like I have to yeah. remind myself, it's okay Definitely. to like. Or if or if you have a goal, so this is my problem. If I have a goal of what I'm running, and then my body is like, I can't do this today. It's like not being like, okay, I can. I don't. Right. I can stop. I don't. If I, yeah. I'm gonna injure myself, and mm-hmm. so not having the miles in your mind, but mm-hmm. you know, listening to your body more than anything. Yeah, it's where I, just what I've experienced. So yeah. personally, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Great advice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right, so for our final lap question, um, you can take this however you want. Tiff thinks this is too serious. I kind of like I don't. It's just it feels like we've been like you know chatting, you know shooting the breeze, and then Brittany's like, "Tell me your deepest darkest secret." <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna drop a bomb okay. on you. Okay. All right. Okay. So oh, here we go. not really. But, okay. But you know. Yeah. What do you hope your life will look like in ten years? Ten years. Hmm. Well, as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm, you know, at the point that I think my girls are getting older, I'm getting older and starting to kind of feel physically, um, not totally different, but you start to see a change Mm -hmm. in just as you get older. I think for me, when I look, just to speak to kind of the physical aspect of it, like I want, in 10 years, I still want to be just as active as I am now Mm -hmm. in some regard. I mean, I know that's going to look different, but I think physically it's important for me. It's important for my children. I hope I look at them in 10 years and they're taking care of themselves and they're exercising and they're healthy. Um, So health is a big goal for me 10 years from now. Um, I think to, you know, when I do the math, my girls would be grown in the, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. They're going to be college age, college and out of college. So 10 years is, I don't want to think too far (laughs) into 10 years. Um, so I think, um, and no matter what that looks like for me, like that, obviously I have goals for my children of what I hope and dream for them. Um, for me is that I'm still doing, work that's meaningful and has purpose in some regard and it may look different who knows what 10 years you know from now look looks like but that I'm still um doing something that's impacting people and using my skills and talents to be able to um, help others or serve, serve others or make a difference and that can look you know different different ways um that you can do that so just staying true to um don't know just serving and working with others and helping others and taking care of myself and being the you know healthiest that I can be um that's really important to me I think when you see uh, you know other people that haven't as much I think in your life or that can't I've had people in my family that physically cannot um just through illness or disease and it's like really kind of spurred in me this desire to take care of myself Mm um even more yeah well, that's great. Yeah. Well, Haley, can you tell us where people can find out about Project Free to Fly? Yes. So we are online, projectfreetofly.com. And then we're also on Instagram at Project Free to Fly, as well as Facebook. Um, we are loosely on the TikTok. But if <laughs> oh, you're good t- for you. Well, we try. You know, we're, <laughs> social media these days. I'm like, I sound like such an old lady. Oh, I'm such a grandma. No, we, we, like, we haven't even attempted to do the TikTok. No, listen. No. I said loosely. If you want, listen. I, I, loosely. <laughs> you can find some stuff on there, but it's normally a reel that we've just right. converted to the TikTok. <laughs> Everybody tells us, and I'm like, we are not. We try, but we're just yeah, come I, to our website. When yes. people say that, I say we're not that cool. Yeah, like we, we, I'm yeah. not trying. I'm not trying to be. We set it up, and then it's like, 
every now and then we'll be like, okay, let's upload that. Uh-huh. To t- that's TikTok worthy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. we ain't got time for this. <laughs> Who has time? Sorry. Oh God, if, if you have time, I'm not nothing. <laughs> not a time, dig. If you have time, call us and teach yes. us how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Teach us how to do it for sure. No, but all social media um, and then our website. So that's awesome. a great landing place. You can see our products and shop and all that. And then right. downtown. Come yeah. see us downtown. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Haley. This was an honor to have you. Um, We we love Free to Fly. We love what you're doing downtown. We love what you're doing in our community. And I love to know that the real person, Haley, is also a runner, too. Mm -hmm. So we love to have you on the Terror Girls podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. Inspiring people one runner at a time. Terror Girls Podcast is brought to you by Terror Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Named one of the best running stores in the country, Terror Running Company offers top-notch customer service and all the best running and walking brands. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Carrying brands like Hoka, Brooks, On, and New Balance, we also have the best fit specialists to help you find the best shoe for you. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrorrunning.com.